Hello, and welcome to Dunking Biscuits Podcast, providing etiquette for modern times. My name is Grace, and with me, of course, is Emma. Hello. <laughs> um, How are you? I'm good. I want to apologise in advance to our listeners this week. Grace and I are recording late at night, and I can vouch for myself and possibly for Grace that we are not evening speakers. I know. And so what you may hear is a comical version of our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I keep yawning. Yeah. Um, I mean, so let's. we're all tired here. Um, just to give you a reference, it's quarter to ten on a Monday night. <laughs> so for a lot of people, probably not that late. For us, very. For particular. us, I've only been asleep for at least two hours. So, okay, let's, let's begin. Good news story. Um, good news story. We are going to go back a little bit and um, – it goes back to the 3rd of November, but I, um, when we, when we was meant to, we were meant to record this, we actually found it the day after. So I think we recorded on the yeah. Tuesday and on the Wednesday, which was the day that our episode released, we, um, obviously found that the news came in quite early in the morning and, yeah. um, then following week, um, is a bit fresh, I guess is the best way of wording it. So then that's why we, I was thought to do it this week. So yeah. Surprise, surprise, it's from the AGBC News <laughs> underscore AU um, Instagram page. Thank you uh, for doing all the work for us. And it's from Western Australia. And if you have not heard about this story, um, just a trick warning, it is about um, a child abduction. So um, good ending, but just letting you know, just in case it's um, is hard for you to listen to. So the heading is, um, my name is Cleo, missing four-year-old Cleo Smith found alive by WA Police. So, um, missing four-year-old Cleo Smith has been found safe and well in a locked house in Iconova. Is it Carnarvon? Carnarvon. I always get Caravan. <laughs> yeah. Carnarvon, West yeah. Australia. Please say, according to the statement from the Deputy Commissioner Cole Blanche, police broke into the house around about one a.m. and found her in one of the rooms. One of the officers picked her up and asked her, "What is your name?" She replied, "Replied, my name is Cleo. She has been reunited with her parents." WA police said, um, I know, I'm going to say this again, said the, how do I say that? Carnarvon. The, Carnarvon. <laughs> it doesn't look like when you read it. Carnarvon yeah. man had um, been taken into custody and was being questioned by detectives. Claire had been missing since October 16th, um, having disappeared from a tent she was sleeping in with her parents um, at the blowhole um, at a popular campsite north. Her disappearance sparked a widespread search across West Australia. West Australia is huge for those who don't know. Massive. Um, think nearly like, I want to say half Australia, but like a good way of looking at it is to think half Australia. Yeah, like I would say like a third, at least 38 to 40%. Yeah. If we're getting specific. Yeah. Um, so amazing news. Then they released another photo later on with her in the hospital. Um, with an icy pole, which is always nice yeah. to see kids with ice cream, I think. I think it's just it's just a cute thing. And then another yeah. photo was released by her parents, um, particularly from her mother's, um, I think it's Facebook page because she had that's where she had been posting um, information or questions or what people to direct to, um, saying that their family is whole again. So um, it was around 18 days, I think it was 18 days missing um, in yeah. total. It's wild. Um, the statistics of her being seen or found again um, was below zero. Like they just, they just like it's just not going to happen because generally with children, it's the first forty-eight hours. 
Yeah, or like even less. Yeah. Like they were saying like within, I think I read a stat, I don't know how like valid this is, but they're mm. saying like if they're not found within like the first like three to five hours, then like the like chance just gets like so like dramatically small. Yeah. And this to, like, area where hours. where she was taken from, it was it was a very um, like the idea of what how it happened was really odd. So they actually think it was more of a opportune um opportunistic um was it abduction because they arrived there late at night like they didn't arrive there and they weren't there all day so they only were there from like dusk and then she was picked up um they think um after 3 3 a.m so um yeah obviously more details will come out um as the man is prosecuted but all all in all we can just say it's amazing that she was found amazing detective work unbelievable police skill and just so thankful that we have a good story ending for that one because there's many stories that you still hear today that the these children just have never been found and like literally the whole of australia like stopped and paid attention to this like everybody like knew about this story like if you didn't know about it then what were you doing yeah honestly what rock were you under because like it was on everywhere like daily updates everywhere so it was just like i think like the whole country just like <sighs> when yeah. like that headline was released that she was found like massive i i think because i think they sent there was a um i got a message from my my news on my phone because i just get alerts yeah my big things come out yeah, and so same. when i w- opened up my phone the first thing that i saw was that she was found mm. on wednesday morning so it was it was i like yeah i literally like yelled out to jeff like and said yeah. like oh my gosh they found her and he's like he knew exactly who I was talking about. Like he's not. He wasn't like, yeah. who are you talking about? Who? He's like, yeah. Except I think he called him called her Chloe instead of Cleo. But you know, that that seems right for Jeff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> details are not important, but, but you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So unbelievable story, unbelievably happy ending, and our thoughts go out to all the parents and families that are still missing. The children are still missing. Yeah. So Grace, can you please tell us your good news for this week? Um, it's been a really good week. Um, I've Congratulations. Had, like, thank you. That's it. <laughs> no, um, I had footy training tonight. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. I saw on Instagram. I was like, oh, that's Grace running around. I'm like, I probably should go do something. <laughs> but um, I can already feel like my hamstrings are sore because I haven't kicked a ball since our last game. <laughs> I mean, so why would you? <laughs> I know, right? Um, but yeah, so hopefully, like, just hoping for like a normal season. We've got a new coach this or next season, which is exciting. She's moving down from Canberra, and I'm just really excited because we have a female coach. Yeah, like, good. nothing against our previous one. Like, he was amazing, but it just like, I don't know, it just feels good. It's exciting. Yeah. And yeah, so it's just good to have a run around with the girls tonight mm-hmm. and kick some balls. So yeah. that's my win. Like, hopefully, we can just do a full season and go from there. Because I think you had you to have a sh- a, an adjusted season last time. Is that yeah, what we were so in it? We had, like, when we went into lockdown five, we missed a game. Mm-hmm. And then we came back for, I think, two games. And then we went into lockdown six. And they were like, oh, you know, like, we'll keep the season going. We'll keep the season going. We're going to end the season. And so we finished second on the ladder. So And our season got cut in finals time. Mm. So just annoying. But Yes. Yeah. It would be nice to end regardless of your result yeah. just to finish it yeah fair enough but but yeah so that's my win footy's back Yay! that feels very early to be back but we are 
<laughs> a little chilly, but you know, whatever. That's fine, that's fine. How about you? What's your win? Um, mine's also sport related. I um, had my first netball game back tonight. Um, hence why we're recording so late because it started at 8.35 and um, late. late That's so late. That in itself is late. It's not even the latest game. The latest game's at 9.20. So um, I too am starting to feel – it's only been less than an hour since I've played and I too can feel parts of my body where I'm like, well – Will I be able to? Will I be able to walk properly tomorrow? Yeah, most likely not. Um, And I played center for (sighs) a half, (laughs) and then someone kindly said, "Do you need to? Do you need a break? As in, you look tired, (laughs) or you're slowing down, but not using those exact words." Um, And then I went to uh, goalkeeper, and then I went to wing, wing attack. So, nice, a real variety of positions. Yeah, just mix it up. Um, their, their shooter on the other team did not miss a goal the entire game. Nice. So it was really fun defending her. Um, yeah. <laughs> felt like I was really doing a lot. <laughs> I'm like, why am I even here? <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed it. But that was the first – that's one part because I'm glad to be back doing sport. But um, other win was on Saturday night, um, mum and dad went out in the town. We. Woo! We went out partying, and by partying I mean we went to a nice dinner um, for our <laughs> friends who were supposed to get married this weekend in Tassie, so they had a dinner with their uh, closest friends. And it was like an hour from our house, which is what you do if you live in Melbourne and you don't live in Melbourne kind of thing. And yep. um, it was an amazing dinner. Unfortunately, it did start at 8.30, which is oh. past my bedtime in any sense of form. And one of the meals came out at 10.30. So it just gives you an idea of how long this meal went for. It was like a couple of courses. Um, So we finished at like 11.30 and then it took us an hour to drive home. So fortunately our daughter Miss Mac had a sleepover so the next day we could actually sleep in and um, be somewhat functional (laughs) the next day. (laughs) Get ready to pet. Yeah. And we're not like – we didn't drink or anything. It It was just – the, the timing was yeah, just um, late tiring. Time. Yeah, so um, very social and very sporty, which are two things that I love to do. So I feel, yeah. feel like we're getting back into the groove of things and it feels like a good week. Yeah. Did your friends get married or was it just like a dinner just to celebrate that? No, so they were supposed to, to get married day. this weekend, like yeah. just being. So they so just th- postponed their wedding? Like yeah. it wasn't like a yeah. surprise wedding or something? No, because it was mm-hmm. meant to be in Hobart or just outside of Hobart. Yeah. So, um yeah, we didn't surprise trip to Hobart because you can't go there yet. So. No, but I like you know the thing like sometimes people like invite you over to like their engagement party. Well, if and another, they're like boom wedding, but now their family or their family is in in Tassie. So yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, I would have been all for that. Um, excited for them, but like little things like they hadn't been to the they hadn't been to the venue since they booked it. Um, her wedding dress was still in the shop, like as it yeah, up to like okay. wig, and I was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, we'll just do it. Time. We'll do it another time. I'm like, yeah, they've been together for like twelve or something years, so it's not, it's not a yeah. like we need to declare our love because we've just been together. It's sort of like, yeah, just clarifying. Yes, we we're, <laughs> we're doing we're doing some guys. sort of we're doing some sort of paperwork to make it official. Kind of God, thing. I feel like I'd be like, you had twelve years and yeah. you decided to propose now. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think I think the main point was he went back to uni, and so he didn't want to propose until he'd finished uni and got a job. Oh uh, yeah. So which uh, I understand, um, and 
she's quite a success, successful lawyer. So, you know, yeah, good times. Good times. Good times. All right. Um, but, yeah, good wins from both of us. What, yeah. what, a, what, a, what, a, what, what a week. A, what a week for everybody. <laughs> so this week we are doing something that I feel like we both long to do. Yes. But haven't I... been able to do it due to, well, I can't have a dog. I could have a dog in my apartment, but it would be very cruel. Yeah. And Jeff is very cruel and we're going to get a dog. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else we would put it. Um, But we are talking about um, purchasing a pet, Mm -hmm. um, which is exciting, and I really want to do it, but can't. Anyway, um, so when I was thinking about this, I like I like the main thing that popped into my head was like scenes from movies where Mm -hmm. they're like, "Oh my god, we've got a puppy," and then it's just like cue Beethoven, basically. (laughs) Cue like a dog like jumping out of like a box and running towards you. But then I thought like you have to like buy so much stuff before you get a dog or a mm-hmm. cat or any animal i am mainly coming at this with like a dog point of view just because i feel like that's, that's the, it's the easiest one to come across with and it's the pet that i really want mm-hmm. so i'm just projecting <laughs> if you will. um but yeah so the main thing i was thinking of like what are the like the actual tangible things that you need to buy mm-hmm. before well not before like buying a pet but like within the weeks leading up of like going to pick up your pet mm-hmm. um and so the first one, obviously we need some bedding. Yes. So I, we always had dogs growing up and we had like a little Maltese Shih Tzu and she was the best and she would like sleep in my bed or not in my bed, but on my bed every night. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that's not everyone's bag and some people don't like that. So do make sure that like you have like a thing, a crate, a bed or something, a yep. blanket on the floor or just An area. something that is like, hey, doggo, this is your space. This is, this is where you sleep. I think especially as well, like, while you're, like, training them, like, if you're someone who doesn't want them jumping on your couch or something, you can be like, no, no, this is your bed. So, like, having, like, a designated space for them, I think, is, like, super, super important. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one, I think, like, this one goes without saying, but also necessary, is mm-hmm. bowls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, they and, eat? Oh, my God. <laughs> well... They drink as well. So, mm. like, definitely, like, and, like, I feel like a decent-sized one for the water. And then I think, um, and, like, I'm reading this from an article from the RSPCA, mm-hmm. and one thing that they need, like, they do specify is if you're getting, like, a dog that's going to be quite tall, get a stand that's lifted off the ground so they don't have to reach so far yeah, down. Yeah, next, like, <laughs> like giraffe <laughs> style, like, getting down there. <laughs> like, when I was reading, I was like, that makes so much sense. They, yeah. So, like, sounds silly, but also very, very necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, puppy crates and play pens. So, if you're someone who doesn't want your dog to, if you have stairs and you're like, like one of my friends, their dog doesn't go upstairs, like the down bits, their area. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're someone who wants to like train your dog to do that, like, you know how you get like the gates for kids? Yep. You can get them for dogs. They're probably the same gate, if you will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's another really important one that I. It's, it's doing the same thing. It's just sort of keeping them in an area that's either safe for them or best for them, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like there's a, like little things that, like especially like car harnesses. Like if you're someone who, you know, might not live like super close to the dog park, so you do have to like put them in the car to take them to the dog park. Mm-hmm. Um, getting a car harness because you are requ- like I'm pretty sure it's a law. 
In Victoria, they, it is. In yeah, Victoria, you, the dog um, must be a harness that's attached to a seatbelt. Yeah, so, like, they have to be restrained, which mm-hmm. makes sense. You don't want your dog, like, jumping around. Yeah. Um, so, like, making sure that you have that. And then, like, a traveling crate if you're going to take them to the vet. So, this is, like, kind of, like, the car things that, mm-hmm. like, especially, like, the vet. You'll need to take them there, which we'll get into eventually. Yeah. Um, and then, like, actually getting a harness and a collar and making sure, like, obviously when you get them, they'll be a puppy. This is mm-hmm. a surprise. Um, <laughs> but they will grow. So making sure that you have, like, the things ready. Yes. Because otherwise you're just unprepared and don't deserve a puppy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and... One thing, or, like, I've got a few more, and, like, I feel like the next year are super, super important. Mm-hmm. Um, identity tags. Yes. Bot lives here. <laughs> yeah. If you find this dog, please call this number. Because, yeah. like, I'm thinking about it. Like, I grew up on, like, land, and, like, we had, like, a huge backyard, so we never, like, took our dog to, like, a dog park or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, if we did, like, making sure that, like, if they do run off, like, if they go off lead and you can't find them, like, someone can look at them and be like, oh, I found this dog. Um, and with that, also getting them microchipped. Yes. Like, the amount of stories that you hear, just, like, people, like, losing their dogs and, like, they're either not microchipped or they are and then they're returned, like, super, super quick. And making sure that you keep it updated. Mm-hmm. Because, like... like where you live. <laughs> rather be like... Yeah. They used to live here, but no, no longer. Yeah. Um, so, like, saying, like, if you move and you change your license and... Medicare and all the things that you have to change, making sure that you remember, like, oh, yeah, the dog moved too. We have to change its paperwork. Yeah. Um, and a couple more. Mm-hmm. I have – this one also seems silly but necessary. Yeah. But you don't need to buy them. You can get them from the park. But poo bags. Yes. I <laughs> – I, as a person who doesn't have a dog at the moment, I say at the moment like I had one recently. It's been a few years now. Um, <laughs> but – like dog poo just being around it's gross it's just so disrespectful like it's just i don't know i just feel like it's something that's obviously annoying like i don't get me wrong i don't i don't i didn't particularly enjoy doing it but it's something to show respect for the, the your environment yeah so yeah like and just like as i said you can pick them up from like most most good dog parks have them available yeah but also, like, have them in your pocket if you're just going for a walk around the block or something like that. Because you can get little, like, like um, things where they're actually inside um, a container that's on your lead. Yeah. It's like always they, on like, your lead. It's so easy. Um, because, like, I, like, the other day it was so gross. I was going for a run and I stood in some and I was just like, really? This isn't... <laughs> Classic grace. <laughs> like, if it's going to happen to anyone, it's going to happen to me, obviously. But I was just like, are you kidding me? Um, and then... One final thing that I thought was really, really important mm-hmm. was grooming equipment. Because, yes. like, even if you're planning on getting, like, a short-haired dog or something, like, you need to make sure, um, like, that you have, like, a brush for it and that like, you have, like, actual dog shampoo because I'm pretty sure you can't use human shampoo or, like, you shouldn't. Yes. Don't quote me on that. But it seems like... It seems um, the hair... I think that depending on the, the animal as well, like, I'm sure some yeah. dogs are more sensitive to certain things than others. Um, if you're brave enough as well and you need to, like, trim your dog's claws, which, like, you will need to do, but some people will just take them to the groomer. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, like, we used to, like, little tiny multi-shih tzu, like, <laughs> would, wouldn't weigh as much as, like, a ream of paper. 
Um, but like when we like tried to like trim her claws, she was terrifying. Like yeah. classic, like little tiny angry dog syndrome. Like she would like come <laughs> at us, but we had the tools ready to do her like toes. So yeah. just making sure like you have little things like that. Um, really white dogs. And I respect this so much can be susceptible for sun sunburn. Yep. So having some sunscreen to like put on their ears and snout, um, yep. I respect. But yeah, so that's just like a quick little list of like when I thought about like if you're preparing for a dog, it's not just buy dog, buy food and like you're good to go. Obviously have some food as well. I didn't touch on that because I feel like that goes without saying. So have obvious. food ready. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yes, yeah, so I think like and there's like so many other things that you could like buy and prepare and stuff like that. But I thought like they were like the main like essentials that I'll, I'll go through some of them because um what I actually – I asked a, f- a few friends to comment on um, their thoughts on what you need to do in preparing for getting a pet, and all of them have dogs, so we are being a bit biased. I'm sure it does relate to other animals, maybe not like snakes or something like that, but like, like a <laughs> um, just I'd say cats and bird, um, not yeah. birds, um, rabbits and stuff like that. So yeah. um, funnily, what you said before about – you don't just get a dog and you get to feed it and, you know, whatever. That's pretty much how we got our family dog. <laughs> oh, 100% same. Um, like, it's because we were actually at a rugby game down on the local Oval. It sounds really country, but it really was. And um, <laughs> basically this this farmer had brought them down from Braidwood, which is another town over over a mountain kind of thing. Um, and they were in the back of a ute because the mum had been hit by a car. So they were really, really small. And myself, my sister, and my brother begged our parents to have one because I think it was yeah. like maybe six or seven in the back, and it, they were free. They didn't cost anything. They were just like, we can't look after them. You'll need to yeah. bottle feed and stuff like that. Anyway, somehow, who knows how we did it. I don't know if it was Renee or if it was me or if it was Luke or the combination. Um, we got that dog, and she um, was a – Border Collie Cross Kelpie, so oh. real athletic, really beautiful dog. Yeah. Um, she looked like if you hung all her limbs down in a t- and her tail, looked like she'd been dipped in paint, in white paint. Um, <laughs> and uh, we called her Maya. Um, nice. Weirdly enough, it was because of that um, Lady Marmalade song was on, and um, <laughs> I liked the singer Maya, so I recommended Maya, and that's how she got her name. Um, I mean, great song. I mean. Why was I playing in the background when we we're choosing a dog name? I don't know, but it was just it was on. Uh, so we had to do everything: take um, her to the vet and get it all sorted, and microchip and everything. And um, because of that, it was a bit more expensive because we obviously had to do everything from scratch. Like it wasn't like we yeah. bought a puppy that had all that stuff sorted. Um, and she lived for many, many years, and um, to a very old age for a kelpie, actually. Um, and, um, yeah, we actually, she's actually buried at the back of my parents' place. So we can visit her or talk to her if we feel like it. And I'm so glad that we had that experience as children. So, um, even though it's a big, big effort, I am more than, more than thankful that we were able to have that opportunity. So I'm hoping I'm able to do that with my, my child. (laughs) Um, we, like, we always had dogs, but like. Because we had, like, a big – not, a, like, a farm, but we had, like, 20 acres of land. Like, we had, like, a decent amount of land. Mm. Um, so, like, we kind of always had, like, bigger, like, outside dogs. But then we got, like, our little Maltese and she was just the best. And she was, like, definitely, like, the family, like, 
like we called her a puppy until she was like 15 because she was just so small <laughs> but yeah like it's just like growing like because we got her I think I was in grade two so seven or eight mm-hmm. and just like having that like I don't know it just it's wholesome yeah it makes yeah. I think it, it makes you a bit more um selfless as well because you're gonna care for someone else yeah, exactly. Something, Something else, else. Yeah. <laughs> Someone. Pretty much a human. All right. Uh, so um, I, the first person I'm going to talk um, or got to talk to me was a girl called Emma. Um, and her number one tip was, um, I'm just going to read it out, is yeah. if you have never had a pet before, especially a dog, try pet sitting a friend's for the weekend week. That way you can test out your home layout backyard your own patience your capability of time management and how well your new best friend can fit into your life it'll help you work out size temperament and age of the dog that best suits your life if you don't have a friend with a doggo reach out to a pet adoption place quite often they will bring a fairy friend out to test all this for you before they allow you to adopt and as always please consider adopting before shopping for the perfect one quite often there's an older dog is the perfect one for the first time so I That's, like, was... such great advice. I love that. I think my favourite line was testing your patience. Yes. <laughs> um, and I like the idea, like, having an older dog for your first dog so you can sort of, um, you know, give that dog the best years yeah. of its life um, when someone else might not be able to. Yeah. So, I think that's really solid advice. Thanks, Emma. Yeah, um, perfect. Um, <laughs> I've got <laughs> – yeah, not me. It was – I did not write in for myself – um the next person i've got is um from laura excuse me so um laura and she has written quite a lot so i will be reading but you're most welcome to interrupt me grace okay so she has a dog called, called penny so for penny i decided to revolve future life decisions around having a dog i don't know where i'd be living in the future so chose a dog that was suitable for an apartment as well as a house with a small yard. I also considered that I love to travel and that for one week a year, being in a pet kennel isn't the end of the world. I thought a lot about the breed. I had both shedding and non-shedding and would never have a shedding dog again as you needed a couch co- you need couch covers and couldn't wear black, etc. I grew up with male dogs but had a friend um, with a female and I was converted by their karma nature and didn't need a pee on every pole. So oodle dogs were becoming more popular and perfect for being a non-shedding type. As I needed a small dog that was choosing between a cavoodle or a cavapoo for some listeners, she said. I like that she said for some listeners. That was nice that she added, like she knew that I was be reading it out. Or a spoodle. <laughs> Ultimately, um, got the cavoodle, but I can't remember why. Then before I got her, I got a bed, toy, brush, toilet area, pen for her to sleep in, car seat and seat belt. Um, she, I think it's legal um, in Vic, Victoria. Um, had lots of towels, second bed, toilet area, and puppy pee pads. Also needed carpet cleaning stuff as well. Oh, lead, genius. Lead yeah. um, collar with name tag and contact number. So that's what she did with Penny. So things she said, the next thing she said was things to um, consider in general. Name. What is a good name to yell across a park? Because you're going to be yelling it out at some stage. Think about that. Yeah. Training. Need to go to puppy school. So, again, we are talking mainly about dogs. I know that's um, a bit well, um, animal-esque. But, um, yeah. That's what we're doing here. Um, daily at home training at 
at first, time-consuming for three to six months. Toilet training can be challenging. Um, Penny did pee con- um, constant pees and poos on a shag rug, so she thought it was grass. Oh, um, oh no. <laughs> so puppy stage lasts about a year, so you need to be mindful about that. Holidays, are you okay leaving a dog at a boarding kennel or taking a dog on holidays? Um, she said that she didn't go away when Penny was a puppy and this can be hard to get used to. Commitment. Dogs live for 10 to 15 years, depending on the breed. If you're planning to on moving overseas in the next two years, a dog might not be right for you. Breed. Temperament. Are they good with kids? You might not have kids, grandkids now, but you might in the next 10 years. Find out where they're originally bred and, re- and research lots of breeds, e.g. hunting or guard dogs. These traits tend to stay with the dog and can be a problem, e.g. barking. So I think um, there's definitely certain um, breeds of dogs that are more likely to bark. So if you're in a particular area that, you know, yeah, that might be Yeah, like if you're like close by neighbours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, large dogs might be too much for small children and very large dogs might be challenging to control when walking. Do you want to be able to pick up your dog? So she said her dog Penny is easy to pick up, so if she needs to, she just can lift her up. Yeah. Are you in an apartment or a house? Is your yard large or small? How much exercise does it need? A dog needs regular walks, even for the smallest, laziest dogs. Generally get a dog to match your lifestyle, not the other way around. Um, breed, so the coat. Shedding leaves hairs all over the house clothing allergies, non-shedding, regular grooming, <laughs> Um, costs take longer to dry in water, etc. And also um, the sex of the dog, so whether you want a female or a male. See, that was one thing that I never <coughs> thought I would, like, worry too much about was, like, the, like, sex of the dog. I think it's just it just depends on also other elements, I guess. Like, when with our dog, we got her to sex because we yeah. didn't want to have her puppies or anything like that and... Um, obviously that's another cost as well. Yeah. So, um, so but no, that's some like great points. I definitely like the I'm one still thing going. I think this about, is, this oh is my like, God. still going. So do you oh, want to keep Lordy. going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finish her off. <laughs> so other pets, do you have other pets and will they get along with a new dog? It takes time to introduce some dogs, not good with other small animals, e.g. sausage dogs are trained to hunt rabbits. So they, they can't have them together. Costs. Dogs are expensive. Initial costs, dissexing, ongoing maintenance, food, grooming, cat, travel. You've got kennel, pet-friendly accommodation costs, toys, pet insurance, yearly vaccinations and regular worming flea treatments, registration with council fee. And then um, puppy or dog proofing the house and yard. Socks and undies go missing. Holes <laughs> might be dug. Might escape under fence and get under house. So that's the end of from Laura. Okay. Very Laura. thorough, but... Um, but great I think advice. Really important to make sure that you know all these things or are aware of these things so you make good decisions, is my understanding. Yeah. Like the one thing I think especially is like the barking and like obviously like puppies need time to like learn that like you're their person and to get used to you and stuff like that. But like I always wonder like the all these people have like rushed out and got like pets during COVID. Those mm-hmm. people are going back to work now. Yes. Like and that dog's how- only known them staying home to be home all the time yeah so that's like one thing i always think of is just like how did you like how do people like prepare for that because like during lockdown we couldn't disappear for like eight hours no like you could like go to work like yeah (laughs) Yeah. um so i've got 
um, a few other dot points from some other friends. I'm not going to read them all out because these these ones do look um, link into either Emma or Laura's. Yeah. Um, this one's from Catherine. Um, she said, um, is it also important to decide if you're going to get a rescue dog which um, could come with many unknowns or a dog from a breeder? So each have their pros and cons. Um but all in all, a dog is a commitment for life and they become a family member. So this is a, has to be one of the biggest um, factors that, to think about. So it's not something that you make a decision and then you're like, oh, you know, it was it was good for a couple of years. Like it's, yeah. that's not how this works. No, they like are it's a, not like a snap decision. Like it has to be like thought out. and Yeah, like Laura said, it's like 10 to 15 years, depending obviously on the dog breed. Yeah. Um, so you need to be mindful of what that's going to look like and also – um, how that's going to affect your life for the next so many years. Yeah, exactly. Like, are you in a space where you can, you know, like comfortably leave your dog at home and not have to worry about it? Like, are you someone that, you know, my thing is always like, I always think about Friday night drinks. Like, mm-hmm. if I want to, like, spontaneously go out after work for a drink, then I have to be like, oh, but I have to, like, come home and feed the dog. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I always think about. Like, are you willing to sacrifice the potential for Friday night drinks? Because if you're not, then you need to, like, just just have a think and just, like, just wait until you are ready. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things that, like, they shouldn't, like, oh, my God, my friend's got a dog. Like, now I have to get one. Like, don't rush it. Well, I, like, Laura, she had wanted a dog for nearly five, I would say close to five to seven, eight years that I knew of that she wanted to get a yeah. dog before she got Penny. Because yeah. she wanted to finish, she went back to uni um, and then she wanted to make sure that she was living in a place that she could have a puppy and um, so she waited till she actually bought her own place. Like there's lots of things that yeah. um, happened before that. But she knew that that's what she wanted but she just knew it wasn't quite the right time until um, yeah. years later. I, and that's like the best way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Like just wait till like it fits your lifestyle because like obviously it like the dog is dependent on you yes like it needs you yeah and as like as you know we are obviously dog people <laughs> and obviously there are people who aren't dog people and cat people etc and i would just say that you know as much as you love a type of animal you need to remember that you need to show them love all the time yeah and exactly um, one of my other friends, Kaylee, she actually wrote, um, just like preparing for a baby, you have to be ready to sacrifice a lot of your time to give them each, um, to teach them right from wrong and socialize them. All the nitty gritty stuff. People always say, get a dog first before having a baby because it's similar, but kids are much harder, but pets require the same commitment and energy from you. So yeah. I just think to give you that kind of perspective for someone who, like I know that she both she has um, pets and a baby. Um, to give that sort of um, rep point of reference, I think is really interesting. But also, it kind of gives you an idea of how much of a commitment it is to have a pet. Yeah, it's definitely not like a oh, I've just got to feed it once a day type thing. No. Like you have to do toilet time still, and then you have to like teach them how to go to the bathroom. And like babies eventually get verbal. Yeah. Eventually they know what you're saying. Dogs, they'll never talk back. It's pretty sad. Wish they could yeah. talk. Oh, <laughs> Imagine the conversations we'd have. <laughs> so, as you would know, we normally do do like a top five or like our guidelines for whatever topic we're talking about. But 
Um, just go back and listen. <laughs> I feel like we've been saying that a lot lately. I yeah. think it's just it's it's there's not it's a like top gave, five. No, because there's so many more than five things that you need to do when preparing to buy not just a puppy, but like any pet. Like if you're getting a bird, get some bird seed or something. I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's like lots of things you need to do pre- to prepare, and we definitely have not listed everything. Um, but it's a good starting point. We've given you a good base. Yeah. So. My actual yeah. first pet was a chicken. Oh, I'm terrified of chickens. That was my little sister's first pet as well. She had three chickens, Beaker, Booker, and Chickaletta. Mine was called <laughs> Henny Penny from play school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hers is also from a, like a kid's TV show. Uh, so, yeah. like, and my brother had fun. a rooster called Rooster. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. Well, I think he was like, I think I was like under eight. So he must have been like four. So, yeah. I mean. He pretty much just called it what it was rather than yeah. naming it. <laughs> so Fair cute. Enough. All right. So um, like Grace said, we're not doing a recap because it's just – it is what it is. Like you just need to make sure you cover everything. And yeah. I'm sure there's some things that we may have missed and that's – it's okay. Like we don't we don't need to cover every detail. It's just we're not, also not possible. We're sadly not in the process of getting a pet. Yeah. Maybe maybe when we are, we'll do another episode <laughs> recap. Yeah. Um, and next week we're going to do expectations versus reality of having um, having a pet. A pet. Yeah. Again, apologies for those who do not have a dog or who are not dog lovers. We will be definitely biased towards dogs. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry not sorry. But yeah. thank you for listening also yeah. to our tired voices. I mean, I can tell my voice sounds like – my eyes right. feel so heavy. <laughs> I'm 26. It's not even 10:30. Yeah, you just you just out of practice. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, that's it. Give me I'm give a me give you six months, and you'll be you'll be out to be like Friday night, Saturday night, parties. Woo! But anyway, <laughs> let's let's wrap this up and go to bed. <laughs> Have a lovely week, as always. Please listen um, to us on. Pretty much anywhere, I think. We're yeah, we're, we're like all, all over the, the place. Yeah. And um, if you subscribe or like episodes, obviously that boosts us. That would be very helpful. And tell a mate. Yeah, tell a mate. Also, maybe if someone is in your circles uh, thinking about getting a pet, maybe like, hey, you should listen to this episode. Yeah. Just Damn, saying. This, just listen to this episode. These girls are so smart. They're so smart. <laughs> and um, as always, follow us on Instagram at Dunking Biscuits Podcast. And – um, sometime soon I might put a poll up there because I've been super lazy and unable to I did to do one f- today. Oh, you did? I haven't even looked. I haven't even been on Instagram. That's how busy I've been. Oh, my goodness. Um, it, was a very, it was a very big question. Do you have I, a puppy? <laughs> what, 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 what did people say? I literally put it up like 10 minutes before we started recording. Oh. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll have a look. Okay. Um, oh, so. can you? Has your phone locked you out of Instagram? No. No, 25 yes to 75 no. That's a bit sad. Oh, that's sad. Really sad. But, um, oh, one final thing. Yeah. Uh, your mum actually sent this in. Oh, I was like, any advice for new pet owners? And they were like, find a great vet before you need one, which I thought Ooh. was like. Uh, that's probably from experience because our dog got hit by a car pretty bad. So she had, her, her leg broke and she had to have a cast. So. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, but she survived, so, you know. Oh, that's all right then. All right. Yeah. Let, on yeah. that note. She didn't die a, then. <laughs> have a great week, everyone. <laughs> we apologize, but thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks. Bye. Bye.